0: Welcome to the Joy Filipe Bruce Podcast. Sister Joy Filipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward-Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people Full of life for the Lord, Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Diehard Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Diehard Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy.
1: To heal us, like the choir sang, and some people want to repay God by saying, Thank you, Amen. So, put your hands together for our first testimony from Bernard Wobson. Oh, please keep clapping for him till he comes. Hi, Bernard, please introduce yourself to us.
2: Hi, everybody. Hi, Bernard. My name is Bernard Watson, and I'm the Basanta over here for the film stars.
1: Please wow. tell us about your testimony.
2: So, my testimony is about Miracle Money. Well, I remember, was it last two weeks, last, three, last two weeks, um, after Lady Reverend Humi had preached, and then she was leading us to take offerings, okay, and then she asked everyone to find one CD. I, found, I didn't have one CD, but I found one CD for my neighbor. And <laughs> I, I told God that, God, this one day, every day, people have been giving testimony about miracle money. Me too, I want my testimony to come.
1: As you are hearing this testimony, you too, your testimony will come in Jesus' name.
2: So during that week, that's when the Jesse Sunday was announced and everything. I didn't have money. I didn't have a Jesse either. But I placed an order for a Jesse. And during the week, I tested two of my uncles that I was really broke and I needed money. And on Thursday, one of them made his wife send me money. She sent me 200 on Thursday and 100 on Friday.
1: I don't think you heard what he said. <laughs> for I somebody see- who didn't have money to request for a Jesse, he got 200 citizen on Thursday, Thursday and 100 cities on, on, Friday, on Friday. I don't know why you are sitting down. Some of you, you didn't wear jerseys because you didn't have money to get a jersey. So put your hands together and believe that as you do it, you also get your testimony. But
2: you see, the thing is that I made a mistake. When Merci. I got the money out of all the excitement, I forgot to pay my tithe.
1: Merci! Hmm.
2: <laughs> Thursday, Friday morning by Friday evening, Sikanashi.
1: <laughs> and, <You
2: forced. laughs> and I was, I told God that God, I realize I've made a mistake. Okay, I but I beg, I want, I need money again. And this time, I'm going to pay my tithe in full, and then I won't give less than a twenty days offering in church that Sunday. Wow. And on Sunday morning, when I was, I was totally broke. If you saw me, you would have seen that my walking crowd was like, someone who is broke. Now, <laughs> while we were in church, after years, Joy had preached very powerfully to us, and the Lady Reverend Humi was leading us to take the offering. She called the film stars, because we were making a lot of noise, by we weren't giving offerings. And <laughs> I was really shy at that point, okay. But as Lady Reverend Humi was praying over the offering, I just saw on my phone that I had received an alert.
1: No, as she was praying, no. as she was saying the prayer, he got miracle money. I don't know why you are sitting down. I don't know, maybe you have all the money you need in the world. But as she was saying the prayer, he hadn't even put the money in the basket. But because he had placed it in his heart to give, the Lord answered his prayer. So, Bernard, what would you like to tell the church?
2: Okay, so guys, I just want to encourage us that. Believe in the things that we do in church because they are really very spiritual and then they come through very practically. And also make a decision to give your tithes and give your offerings and then fulfill your pledges to God. And I'm telling you, he won't forsake you because the Bible tells us that he's not a man that he should lie. Okay.
1: Amen. Put your hands together for Bernard testimonies from Immanuel Ayiku, also of the film stars like so today only film stars are sharing testimonies it's a good persona to join so that you share your testimony hi Immanuel please please introduce yourself to us
3: hi everyone hi my my, my name is Emmanuel Ayiku, and I'm a, I'm a film star and i'm also <laughs> a Center leader
1: your um, your testimony.
3: My testimony is about how I escaped a bus accident when I was traveling.
1: How he um, escaped a bus accident? Please listen to him.
3: Last last three weeks, I was traveling to Accra in the morning. And I had to go for a family service, so I was I left around 4 a.m. So I don't normally sleep in the bus when I'm traveling. I've never had an accident in my life before too. So around 7 a.m., like I was just taking a little. I was taking a nap, like I was just. And I heard screaming in the bus. Hey, people were screaming, like people were shouting. So I just opened my eyes. When I opened my eyes, I saw that the car, uh, the bus, has, uh, is in a bush, eating trees.
1: Hey, mercy! Today, when you slept and you woke up, you heard your alarm. When you slept and you opened your eyes, you saw your room. He slept and opened his eyes to see bushes. Hey! And because
3: I had never experienced an accident in my life before, I was just sitting down in the, the, in the seat and holding my seat. I was looking, I was looking at the black, like, I was just, so I was just confused. And I, don't, I, don't, I was speechless. I was just sitting down there. But the driver has lost control of the bus. And he was just hitting like This side, we couldn't come out of this side of the bus. We all came out to the uh, driver's side. Me. So this side was, it got broken. So what happened? So me? like... All of, all of a sudden, the bus just stopped. The bus that, like, the drivers not country just stopped. And, like, none of us was here. Nothing Nobody happened knows. to and, you. Yeah, As yeah. you can
1: see, he's and standing was, here, alive, sitting. he's healthy. Nothing has happened to him. I think it's a good place for you to put your hands together. Many people have been going to many places. You slept, you woke up, you saw... The things that you normally see in your room. But he opened his eyes to see bushes. So Emmanuel, what you like to tell the church? But I
3: was sitting just behind the driver, So like if an accident came like I don't know how how, how my life would never be same.
1: He was even more prone to the accident than anybody because of where he was sitting. But because of where you are sitting this morning, you will not be prone to accidents in the name of Jesus. Because you are sitting in church, you escape Jesus, so Ben, um, Emmanuel, what do you want
3: to tell like The to church. So the church that they should try in, in the center or something. Because I remember when I was going, I tested my shepherd, FSU Scholastica, and wow. she prayed for me and and, and asked me, and uh, told me save Jenny and all that. So I'm sure because she, I tested and she prayed for me. You know, like I, I was in the center and I was being cared for. So like the prayers have saved me from the accident. So
1: he's he's encouraging us to join a center. Amen. Thank you very much.
0: Oh, hallelujah. Are you excited to be in church this morning? Oh, you don't look and you don't sound excited at all. Are you sure you are excited to be in church? Your life is about to be changed. Hallelujah. Because our pastor is in the house and she is coming with a word that will turn your life around. We have been so blessed under her ministry. I need you to stand to your feet, put your hands together as we welcome our bishop, our one and only ESG.
4: Hallelujah. Bow down your head. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for another Sunday. Thank you for your grace and your mercy, your love that you, sh- you just show it to us over and over and over again. We are grateful. As we come before your word today, Lord, let there be a great change in us. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Wow. Wow tell your neighbor, I think you are a grown up. You didn't go home immediately after mid-sense. <laughs> but we grown-ups we are in church. <laughs> Hallelujah. We want to thank God for the past week. I believe the midterms were okay. Amen. Or they were not okay? I think they were okay. Hallelujah. Well, we, I have a few weeks before Easter. And um, I'm going to be preaching a short but very important series. Is that okay? Try not to miss it because I think that for many, it will make a difference in your life. Amen. It's the word of God we need. Tell your neighbor, it's the word of God we need. Yeah, it's the word of God we need. Many times we are chasing other things, but it's the word of God we need. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. I'm going to be preaching to you on seven great principles for a great change. Seven great principles for a great change. I want you to open your Bible. You see, a principle is a guiding thing. A car works by principles. So literally, any car that you sit in, if you apply the principles of driving that car, you see that it's working. Are you with me? So a principle is almost like a law or a guiding thing, something to show you the way. Amen? Amen! Yeah. Yeah, I, this, uh, please, I, I'm not sure where you are coming from, but this dullness, when you are coming, leave it at the gate, okay? Is it all right? tell them, Leave it at the gate. It doesn't belong in church. Ah. Some of you, if you were standing at parade grounds and Shatawale was there, you would have had voice to be shouting. <laughs> if you had, some of you, it is football that moves you. So if your team is playing, then you be shouting. But when you come into the house of God, then you go and find this false quietness. That I don't even know where it's coming from, please. Don't waste our time, please. We know that you are not like that. Don't waste time. <laughs> Amen. I remember many years ago when Ghana scored U.S. of A in the World Cup. I had a church member at that time. When you see her, do you know how a mouse is? Do you know how a mouse is? She said, quiet. Hey. After that football match, she came to church and she was limping. And I asked, but what has happened to your leg? Why are you limping? Before she could answer, her sibling answered that when Ghana scored the winning goal, her sister ran out of the house screaming and shouting and tripped over his, uh, So, Sana, it was church she was bringing that mouse behavior. She knew how to scream and shout. Something could move her. You better be moved by God and the things of God. Amen. Uh-huh. So, even though it's early Sunday morning, please, put that thing somewhere. Mm-hmm. Amen. Turn your Bible with me to 2 Corinthians 5.17. There's a scripture there that you need to know. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Are you there? All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So it means that you are in church one day, or you've gone to a program one day, you hear preaching. Many of you have responded at a point somewhere in your life. You came forward, you gave your life to Christ and then you went back when you came forward to give your life to Christ that meant you were now born again are you here? and you've heard us use that terminology and in this church every week we invite people to give their lives to Christ so if you are here, you always come to church you have not given your life to Christ your blood is on your own head because every week you are given an opportunity do you understand? there are churches where uh, an altar call is never made so you can be a member of that church and you can even be committed to the church but you just don't know that you should give your life to christ such is not the situation here here every blessed week you are given the opportunity so if you have taken the opportunity somewhere here anywhere you gave your life to christ then this scripture concerns you and it says if any man be in christ that means when you gave your life to christ to jesus you were now A new creature. I didn't plan to do my illustration, but I can see that many of you need this illustration. Kata, please arrive. Who was the other person? Gloria, please arrive. And who was the middle person? No. Pastor Danny is not here, so I need a replacement for Pastor Danny. Okay, Bernard, come. (laughs) You went off fast. Come and stand here. No, no, no. I would have needed a smaller person. <laughs> okay, we'll go with it like that. Okay. Now, First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 27 says that is the one verse that tells us that we are three in one. The, that scripture says that I would that your spirit, soul, and body. Are you here? Your spirit, your soul, and your body. It tells us that just like God, we are three in one. Spirit soul and body and please find my scripture quickly first Thessalonians chapter 5 oh anyway the very peace of God of peace sanctify you holy and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body can you see it be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ so just like how our father is father son and the Holy Spirit Are you there? And you used to think that it is three gods. Now you know that it's not if it is three gods, then there are three yous. One is your spirit. One is your soul. One is your body. They are all you. They are all you. The day you die, don't worry, it won't be today. The day you die, it's your spirit that has left. Are you following? So the reason why I've called three people, these three people are just representing one. Spirit. Note that the spirit is small. So body when you come to this earth you already come intact the only problem is that your spirit is not born again that is the our legacy from adam that's our legacy and that is why the scriptures say that uh, our 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 <laughs> righteousness Christ like rags we can't do anything about it because as we are arriving it says it's like from my mother's womb I was already doomed are you there but when you give your life to Christ Something happens. What is it that happens? Because if your hair was green, the following day your hair is still green. If you are fat, the following day you are still fat. So what has happened? Spirit, soul, and body. When you are born again, in John chapter 3 and verse 3, Jesus was the one who told us that, You need to be born again. He was talking to Nicodemus, And then he says, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. And that which is born of the flesh is flesh. When you are born again, the part of you that is born again is your spirit. It is not a repair of your spirit. It is not a patching up of your spirit. It is a sucking of your old spirit. Are you there? And a, the giving to you of a new spirit. Except a man be born again. Who's small enough for him? I please come. If I'd had my way, I would have had a baby here. I'd have had a dot here. Because when you are born again, the Bible says that you are a baby. And you must now grow. Amen. I'm talking to you about the principle of a great. Change seven great principles of a great change. Now you may be curious to know who is this fellow here. Since I said this is spirit, soul, and body, body you know—that's the one you have been buffing it, perfuming it, feeding it. In fact, some of you, all your concentration is here. Uh (laughs) This is your spirit deep inside of you. The Bible also calls it your heart and also calls it the inner man. You are looking. At me very strangely, but you must know that there's something more to you than the physical. Why do you think you come and say, I had a broken heart? If your physical heart was broken, will you be here? I'm asking you a question. I said, If your physical heart is broken, will you be here? No, but obviously, something is broken. We are talking about something has damaged your inner man. That's your heart. That's your spirit. But there's also another part of you, your soul. Your soul contains your mind and your emotions. So when certain things happen, this is the place that you shake a lot. Your soul, your emotions, your something. Your heart is here, but your something, I'm broken. It's in here. I hope you are with me so far. Your mind, when you come to school, you come and train it. Amen? So, let me just want to because I want to make a point today. Your spirit, when you are born again, the spirit is born again. Your body has not changed, will not change, will never change, cannot change, being not yet your body, how it was, so it is. Or there was somebody you were tall when you woke up the next morning after giving your life to Christ, you were short. You see, if you do not understand this point, eh, if you don't understand it, something will happen. If you follow your body, it will disgrace you. That's why you can have somebody who was the President of the United States sitting in the White House calling a small girl. Was 24 years old and wrapping hair when he knows that every call in the White House is monitored by the FBI. His body had taken over. You are children. Some of you are wondering which president was that? <laughs> His name is President Clinton. Hey, <laughs> you want to follow your body? It will disgrace you, Bia. Goodness. Are you there? Mind emotions, this one too, we take care of it, this one too, we take care of it, you go to school, you train your mind, you bring yourself up, so it's the spirit that's suffer, suffering, that's why I like it to be, I like to represent it with something small, because many don't read your Bible, many don't do much, are you there, you didn't remind me, so I, I forgot to do the confession with the Bible with you, and before, tell me Are you in the house? I'm saying all of this so that you'll understand the teaching as it comes up. Amen. All right. So, this is why the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.17 that when you, if a man be in Christ, he is a new creature. The part of him that is new is this one. Your spirit is new. You are born again the part of you god is his spirit so the part of us that stays with him is the spirit when your spirit is dead just like how you cannot stay in the same house with your dead loved one god too cannot stay in the house with you dead one and that's why you need to be born again so that your spirit is born again but once it is born again if any man be in christ he is a new creature All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Your spirit is new. However, you will discover that unless you begin to apply the principles of a great change, your spirit may be born again, but you are like you were, your mind as filthy as before, your habits as bad as before, doing what you used to do before, are you in the house? That is why some of you, you are thieves and you continue to steal. Liars and you continue to lie. That's for the lying. Eh? The lying. The lying from your leaders to the last of you. Leaders bring figures so that we check how many people came to church. You don't know that I have a physical count. Then you bring me a figure that is higher than the number of people that is in the room. How possible? Ghost came. Liars added. Today I will pray a prayer. If you like, falsify your figures. Just, just falsify your figures. Hey. <laughs> hey, because he must run your I'm not afraid of God. Ah. Hey. hey. But why do you want to know the number of people in church? Listen, mind your business. I've not come to, you to ask you why you want to know how much money you have in the bank. You don't know that a soul is more important than the money you have in the bank. It's souls I'm looking for. You will be looking for money. At the end of the day, we'll see who is better off. Hey. Anyway, Galatians chapter 1 and verse 23. You people just be standing for me. Galatians 1 23 says, But they had heard only that he which persecuted us in times past now preacheth. The faith which he wants, which once he destroyed. This scripture in Galatians 1 2 3 is talking about Paul. Paul used to be Saul and he was running around persecuting the church. And then one day the Christians began to hear that this guy who used to come to our meetings, like as we are here, they have come, Charlie, they are rounding us up, taking us to jail, beating Christians. This was what he was doing. All of a sudden, The man is standing in the marketplace preaching the gospel that he used to fight. A change has come over the man. In fact, they even changed his name from Saul to Paul. Are you there? Great change. This man who was persecuting the church, they used to call them the way. He said it's a wrong way. They should exterminate them. They should kill them. They should remove them. Here was this man now, writing scripture. You don't know, but your Bible, almost half the New Testament. Are you there? Are you in the church or have gone home? Yeah. Romans, First Corinthians, Second Corinthians, First Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians, First Timothy, Second Timothy, Titus, Hebrews, Philemon, Jude—all written by this man who before was a persecutor of the Jews. A great change had come upon him. Something had happened to him. Tell your neighbor two changes that have come upon you since you gave your life to Christ. Just two. I should be asking you for seven. I said just two. <laughs> but some of you, the way you were watching Netflix before is how you are watching it. Now. Same film a channel dedicated to the promotion of homosexuality no wonder when I stand here and I say that it is wrong, you will stand and tell me that oh, it is their rights nonsense 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 is what right first of all since when did we start to ask about a human being's sexuality before we did anything you see that you since when did somebody have to walk in and say I'm a girl and I sleep with guys okay so now we can do business since when since when did we used to have pictures I'm a guy and I'm a fornicator and so now we're going to do good business but today you are standing there telling me that until we can sign and say we agree that a penis in an annus is okay then we cannot do business together to hell with you to hell with you oh yeah It means that you hate the. No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. We are simply saying, since you said it is your right, we are simply telling you it's nonsense. That's what we are telling you. If we meet a homosexual, we will preach. We will counsel. We will do everything that we do. Yeah. Rightly so. Rightly so. In this nation, we say it's illegal. Have you seen us catch anybody sticking them? Because honestly, it's your business. Honestly but when you start to promote it to affect my child I'll deal with you pedophiles chasers of small children small, yeah, if the small children they spoil if the small children they spoil, I'm telling you and let's go back to what we're talking about <laughs> amen so I just needed you to understand this and then we'll come back to it, are you there? Go with me to Mark 5. Shall I let you sit down small? You are doing all right. Preaching with me. Oh, come forward small, self, so that we We are preaching together. Blessings, cry. In Mark chapter 5, we meet somebody. I'm talking to you about seven principles of a great change, and I'm showing you great changes in the Bible. And when he was come out of the ship, that he is Jesus, immediately there they met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit, verse 3. Who had his dwelling among the tombs? When you are living in a cemetery, you are not normal. And no man (laughs) could bind him. No, not with chains. Because that he had often been bound with fetters and chains. And the chains had been plucked asunder by him. And the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. This is a description of a totally mad man. That he met Jesus, and Jesus dealt with the demons in him, and in verse 15, the Bible says, and they come to Jesus. This is now his chrome for his town people, and the Bible says they came to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion. Now they have been sacked. He was sitting and clothed and in his right mind and they were afraid. A great change had come over this madman. Hallelujah! They had come and seen something. What had they seen? The man had changed. First of all, he used to be roaming everywhere. You know what the men, madmen mad men do? They go and they come and they walk. I remember a madman who used to walk from Tamale to Kintampo regularly. Regularly, we we'll see him on the road. Oh yeah, regularly. He was from Tamale, but he used to walk. It is not a small distance. Tamale to Kintampur by car driving at 100 120. It's a three hour drive. And the man used to walk it. Hey, and his father will go and let them catch him and bring him back, and he will walk back because there was madness. And there are some of you, your roaming is not normal. They're going up and down, and they're going to and fro, and they're walking around. Some of it is not normal. And the day that you give your life to Christ properly, and the day that a great change comes upon you, you will learn to sit in one place. Because the truth is that as a Christian, when you cannot sit in one place, you cannot read your Bible. When you cannot sit in one place, you cannot pray. Are you there? It was one of the things that happened to this guy. So, roaming, 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 they came and met him sit, sitting. Some of you, when preaching is going on, you can't sit. I didn't want to say ashes. Say amen. Not this one. No, no, my ashes are not like that. But I have some like that. Are you here? then it also says that the man was clothed why? because he used to walk around naked, nakedness is a sign of madness and to the degree that you are exposing your body I want to tell you today that you are not okay in your head, when you feel that somebody else needs to see your breast moving left and right and somebody else needs to see your inner thigh, you are on your way something there has twisted the fashion of mommy. Answer, right. why are you insulting why, why, I, how can I insult you I am telling you the truth can you not see it one of the signs of normalcy is to wear clothing and so young lady gentlemen because not only the young ladies who expose themselves to the degree that you expose yourself To that degree, something, something. I will come back to it. I I will come back (laughs) then. Yeah! You need to ask yourself, what, you see, in our minds there are walls. There are barriers in our minds. That is why we are not able to do certain things. So when you now begin to do certain things, it's because the barrier has broken. Something is broken. And you need to ask yourself, what has broken for me to think it is okay for my neckline to end at my belly button? You have watched an idiot like Kim Kardashian, sir. So now, that's what's normal to you. It is a barrier. And you see, these LGBT people with what they are doing, is that the barrier they are trying to shift in our mind? That's the barrier. Some of you, you are a Christian, but it's broken already. You're not a homosexual, but they've broken your mind already. Yeah. Yeah. You've never had somebody that you love come and tell you that you're a homosexual before. I have. You do not know how it devastates you. You don't know. You're sitting there talking about rights. Nonsense. Ah, principle number one. preaching. <laughs> and
3: that's
4: why I love Ghana. Because the freedom to say such things doesn't even exist in most parts of the world. Yeah. If I said this in America from the stage, I would be here when they come and arrest me. Yeah, but I thank God in Ghana I can say it. That's why when you are saying that my nation is bad, I don't agree with you. Ghana is one of the free nations in the world that you can take a bucket, put it in the middle of the road, stand on it, and say anything. Anything, anything. From crucifying the, 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 the president to anything you want to say, you can say. It's fantastic. We have more freedom than America says. Yeah, they say they have democracy. They Principle number one: I've been trying to get here all day. <laughs> That's why I asked them to wait. <laughs> Principle number one, after you are born again, a great change will come into your life if you grow up spiritually. A great change. Some of you, nothing has changed because you have not grown up spiritually. That's why I ask these three people to stand here. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. We're going to read verses 1 and 2. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as a spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. So when you give your life to Jesus, you are a baby in Christ. And Paul said, I can't speak to you as if you are a spiritual person. I have to speak to you like a carnal person. A carnal person is like an unbeliever. And he was saying here that I cannot say anything spiritual to you because you are carnal. You are born again, yes, but you are like an unbeliever. And the reason why it is so is because you are a baby in Christ. Your spirit is a baby. I want to ask you what a baby is able to do. What difference can a baby make in this world? I'm wondering why you are quiet. You won't read your bible as you came to church you didn't come with it you have your bible lift it let me see lift it let me see ah lift it please lift it lady Humi, please stand up and look at your church and see the number of people who have brought a bible the rest have it on the phone upon which the polo 2 is You gave your life to Jesus Christ. He did his part. He took away your dead spirit. And he brought you a spirit. But it's a baby. It's a baby. It needs to grow, but you won't feed it. It needs to grow, but you will not nurture it. It needs to do things. And that is why many of you are as useless as a baby a baby brings joy to the house when there's a baby in the house the parents are happy that's why I'm so happy to have you but you pay no bills you do no job nothing nothing they can't even sit somebody must carry them verse 2 I have fed you with milk and not with meat we have different types of messages this message I'm feeding you is part of the milk why he said because hitherto at that time when he tried talking to them he said they were not able to bear it he couldn't give them anything heavy then he said still, still neither yet are you able so now you gave your life to Christ three years ago We couldn't preach meat to you. We had to be giving you milk. Milk, that's part of the reason why only prosperity messages are in churches. Every day we have to tell you that, oh, God is like Father Christmas. But we can't tell you that God is like a coin. One side is like this and the other side is like, we can't tell you that. We can't tell you that. Because you can't take it. And some of you, when we start talking to you, they say, I will leave the church. When we start talking, (laughs) are you in the house? I'm talking to you about why your life has not changed or why there's no great change. There has to be a great, dramatic change in your life. Also, because unbelievers never read the Bible. Sometimes you are the only Bible that they have. And when they hear and they see your life, they say, ah wasn't it this person who used to be like this and this and this? Then they realized that, ah, since he started going to church, he has changed. Meanwhile, his grades have also shot up. That weed we used to go and sell. He's not selling it anymore. Yeah. So you didn't know that you are somebody's book. You are somebody's Bible, so you gotta Change you have to change are you there that's why i said tell your neighbor two things that have changed and some of you couldn't you see you have sat there as if you are diplo. but it's not deplore you have nothing to say because although your spirit is born again nothing much has changed so you can't even you can't even tell your neighbor that on a sunday like this i wouldn't have been in church but i'm here wouldn't me who say you're changed maybe can you not see it's part of the change? Yeah, it's a place to clap. Yeah. Yeah. Can you not see at first, nothing would have brought you to church at 7.30? Yeah. 7.30 on a Sunday morning was time to start getting ready to watch something. Are you not here? You couldn't even see that it's a change. Amen. And the reason is because you are a baby. Babies do not change the world. As a baby, you see, that's why I have graded it exactly like this. Because the smallest part of our life normally is like this, and usually is here. It has no strength, no power, no word of God, no nothing. A baby who is in the house, in his father's house, his father owns the house, that baby is an heir that baby is an owner of the house but a servant girl who is in the house can be taking a stick when the parents go to work and be beating the daylight out of that baby and the only thing the baby can do is to scream because it is a baby and some of you, the devil visits you, he has beaten you, he has tied you, he has rolled you down the grass, he has kicked you, he's knocking your head and you are crying and saying, oh God, why? Oh God, why? Me alone, don't work for me. It is not that things don't work for you. By this time, you, your spirit should have grown up so that you defend yourself. But you have left yourself to be a baby, and that is why they can treat you like that. <laughs> have you never seen? Is this watch correct? Mercy. <laughs> have you ever? Have you never seen some of those CCTV camera? So it will be in the house and the house girl does not know and she will manifest fully on the child. Some of you, that's what the devil is doing to you now. Because of your babyhood that you refuse to grow out of. So wicked. So wicked. But the baby is helpless. The maid has peed into the butter and given it to the baby to drink. The child is Helpless. The baby said, He won't eat them. They have poured the cocoa on his face. And some of you, you are there saying, My things don't work. My family this. My this no, 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 no. You have left yourself to be a baby. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12. For when for the time you ought to be teachers. <laughs> ha. There is a time you should have grown to even be the one teaching the word. But here you are still a babe. He says, for when for the time you ought to be teachers. He says, you have need that somebody should teach you again the first principles of the kingdom of God. You have left yourself. You have left yourself. You have left yourself. Are you in the house? You have left yourself. I wonder what happened to some of the songs we used to sing. A great change since I met God. A great change since I met God. A great change since I met God. There's a great change since I met God. The things I used to do, I do them no more. The things I used to say i say them no more the friends i used to have i have them no more there's a great change where's your change where is your change the reason why there has not been a change your spirit is still a baby your spirit is still a baby how are we then going to change it in fact All of you take a paper or your phone and write down seven changes great ones that you have had while I move on to principle number two after you are born again a great change will come in your life if you renew your mind with the word of God it is amazing I would have thought that they would say a great change will come if I do certain more spiritual things. That's my expectation. But Romans chapter 12 (laughs) and verse 2, it says, be not conformed to this world. Don't be like this world. Don't dress like the world. Don't speak like the world. Don't like an unbeliever. Don't be the same as your unbeliever siblings. That's the scripture. Then he now tells you how to change. He says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind is what has to change. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. As you have come into this university, some of you have come to do medicine. At the end of your six or seven years or whatever it is, your mind would have changed. And it is the change of your mind that will make you a doctor. Are you there? Right now you are just a person. But the thing that will make you so you even see that the behavior changes for example when you are tired i was going to call a certain cause but i will have mercy and you are sleepy at the meeting the medical student is not sleepy and the reason is because the hell he's been through the eyes stay open automatically they stay open until they are told that they can close do you understand the ability to be awake long it comes the stamina it comes are you there Hey, you are very quiet this morning, no? I have, you see, the reason for your quietness is that your mind does not know that the house of God is exciting. Some of you, the reason is that you are not born again. Some of you too, you are born again, but your mind has not been transformed. So you don't know that there's joy in the house of the Lord. In fact, as you are sitting there, you are just waiting for 10 o'clock some of you until you entered this church only one hour church you used to go to yes it's your mind and the bible says be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind it's from here it's from here that's how you'll be transformed that's how you'll be changed the renewing of your mind are you there your mind is like a computer Garbage in, what out? Garbage out. So, what's the garbage you have been feeding your mind? Is the reason why you are not getting any better because so so nonsense garbage in, ko woody. sorry, anapa. Wake up early in the morning, you find porno first. Yeah. I know, guys, ponu is your quiet time, and a few girls as well. But when your mind is renewed. As you come awake, you don't take out your Facebook first or your Pono first. Your hand goes for your Bible. That's why I said get a physical Bible. Not this one that is sharing the same space with your porn. And all leaders, one day I'm going to come and say, bring your phone. Just open it. Let's see. No, I won't take it. Just open it. You yourself open it. You yourself. Because if I call some of you up here right now and I take your phone, and i ask you to open the music open the music i will see something there yeah the gospel songs are two this stupid boy Snowboy, boy said then a friend way that's what you have the what stone boy uh, i say Snowboy. i don't know whatever it's called You have all their rubbish. That's what you have been listening to. No wonder your Christianity stinks. You cannot even fight a fly. But a great change must come in your life. Your mind has to change. How will it change? It says that you must renew it by the word. Renew it by the word. So it's not what you think. If you had been opening your word, you would have known that Romans chapter 1 talks about homosexuality and what God thinks about it. But because you don't read your Bible, you don't even know that it is there. It says that God gave them up to a reprobate mind. Men having relations with men that are not appropriate. And women having relations with women, Is there. God just gave it up to it. He because they could see that God was there. And they refused to accept that he was there. No wonder today you are standing here telling me that rights. Hmm. Hey? Hmm. Are you in the house? It's because of what is in your mind. That's why you dress the way you dress. Hmm. <laughs> 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 it's what's in your mind. It is what is in your mind. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to these people this morning. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's true. You see. You have fed your mind on so much carnality. Every day you're from Some of you, even in exam time, you're watching films. say hey, you are here. I've been a pastor of young people for a very long time. So don't, don't even start. Exam week, you are watching films. And what you don't know is that the films are not real life. That is why most of the film stars have issues. Because they spend a lot of time in a world that is not real. And then they exit and come out to the real world and they cannot. They cannot. They can't handle. That's why their marriages break down. That's why they are looking for more and more dramatic things to do. That's why they'll come naked to the to the to the Oscars or the whatever. But for the, but for uh, Corona would, be, would have been seeing them a few weeks ago. Yeah. You come on the red carpet and you think it's an honorable thing to have undressed yourself such that we can see you in your fishing net dress. No, 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 no. It's not fish. It's, it's not that. It's not funkiness, it is it is madness. It's madness to turn to your neighbor and say how mad are you and tell your neighbor we can tell by how you are dressed. It's a sign. It's a sign. Eh, you see, these old people, these old people, they don't want us to have fun. You call naked in yourself fun. It's a sign a madman who thinks that nakedness is fine that's why when they give him a cloth to wear he throws it away because nakedness is fine and here you are child of God your hem is going higher and higher I've been watching some of you on the stage a day is coming when I will get you off the stage you come here wear your dress two inches above your knees I will stand up and I will just say down get down I love my choir and I love my singers, but don't bring it up here. So please, just obey my instruction, okay? I said, just obey my instruction, okay? Go and get all your dresses that show the madness and change them. Change them. Hey. The church is very quiet. You see? I've actually dyed my hair partially brown. It's also my level of madness. It's also my level of madness. Yeah, it's just that it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. And it's most of you I dyed it. Because the things that I say up here, you would have said, ah, abriweipa. This <laughs> I mean, please. For God's sake, I mean... <laughs> Ah, we are young people, oh. As you are saying, so I want you to see that me too. I'm also young in my bones. Yes, that it is not a lack of appreciation of fashion. No, 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 no. Part of my job, I preach to pastors. I share Bishop's books with them. When I'm going, I actually do something else. They don't see the brown at all because hey, I appear before them in my brown hair <laughs> what has happened already you are a woman who is preaching, trouble number one number two, look at the hair, you see this is why we don't let the woman when I'm going, I don't let my madness go there but you are you in the house? are you understanding what I'm saying to you? but you yourself can see that it's not bad hmm. it's not disturbing anybody but your short dress, that when you sit down It rides up to just under your panties It is disturbing And your shorts that are just cupping your bum And you are walking around in the Still like you are disturbing somebody, okay? And your v-neck And your neck that's so large That half of your boobs, we can see all the things Please, it is disturbing It's disturbing And you guys who are you guys who, who are pumping, there used to be a time where it was fine. It's okay. But nowadays, the girls around you are as lecherous as the guys. So the same way you get turned on by watching your girls, mom. some of them get turned on by you. And you know. And you remove your shirt. And you wear the thing. Ta, 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 and you come walking like Ha! who you. Ephesians chapter 4 I have to finish preaching (laughs) Brother wear a shirt Don't let me see you on Facebook shirtless I don't care how many packs you have Whether it's one pack Whether it's six pack Whether it's ten I don't care We don't want to see it I don't want to see your biceps I don't want to see your triceps Just wear a shirt (laughs) Hey <laughs> one day I was telling I was telling one of my my, my spiritual sons that ah, this is your t shirt no no it's too tight then he said oh mommy son because of the pumping you no know, not the six pack has started coming into a tight t-shirt so that on and one just. be renewed (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Ephesians chapter (laughs) 4 Ephesians chapter 4 I'm reading from verse 22 let me finish and round up quickly that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man. Do you remember in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, we met the old man? Yeah, that's the former you. He said, put it off. Now, when you get home today, who's wearing high heels? Good, Esther, stand. When you get to your room today, what are you going to do to those shoes? You are going to unbuckle them and take them off. That's what it means to put off Who is going to do it? I will come and do it for you You'll be singing songs and it will go Some angels will come and remove it Some of you are waiting for angels To come and delete porn from your phone Delete it yourself Delete it yourself You are waiting for an angelic visit Where is your phone? Bring it. God has sent me to come and delete all the things from your phone. It ain't happening. He says, you put it off. You put off the old man. Put off the old things you used to do. You put it off. Your mouth is like a gutter. Your words, your speaking, what you say. You put it off. And to put it off, take it to the Holy Spirit. Help me not to speak like that. After years in classes with just guys, when I got born again, my speech was foul. Because you say one, I say two. And so my speech was not real. It wasn't good at all. When I became a Christian, I realized I cannot keep this kind of language. And I said, Holy Spirit, help me. And every time I want to open my mouth to manifest as if something is standing on my foot. Hey, hold on. Before I was aware, one day I wasn't speaking like that anymore. Put it off. You put it off. Some of you, there's no desire to put it off. They come and say, I've been trying to stop but I can't. You are a liar. How do I know you are a liar? The whole the, the, the word says the opposite. I believe the word. I don't believe you. Aj, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new man. Put on the new man. So when she takes off those high heels She's going to find her slippers and put her, she, please, is it an angel coming to find Have you got an, you've got your personal angel, you have been sending him. Angel, I'm ready for my slippers. My slippers are under the bed. You will take off your shoes. I'm sure your dress, You will change it. You will change your dress. You have come in your Sunday shirt. You will take off that shirt and you will find your t-shirt and wear it but in Christianity you have been sitting down expecting an angel to come and stop your pornographic habit I came to tell you today that you it's in the scripture put it off the day you desire for it to go and you start, it will go Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's it. many years ago, I'm ending there is a young man today who is a pastor in my husband's church When he was a teenager he was in my church his mother forced him to join we were going for a camp and his mother forced him to come to the camp and i remember this young man i remember as we prayed because it was a camp they were all young people i think the eldest there was about 16 or 17. i don't know something like that we're all praying i made them fast and we're praying in the when the young man came in the first hour he was just standing like how some of you made your face this morning when they came to call you But this young man got really and truly and honestly saved at that camp. When we came back to church, his house was not so far from the church. And I still remember when he came to church that Sunday, in the afternoon, he came. And I watched him. He was carrying something. It was a stack of CDs this high he had broken every single one of them he cracked it from the top to the bottom that was the end of his life with unbeliever music no wonder God straightened up his life. No wonder God took him out of his womanizing habits. No wonder God straightened up the things he was doing. He saw that this is his major weakness and he destroyed it. And he didn't even go to his unbeliever friends and say, you people share. He told me, he said, if it's not good enough for me, it's not good enough for anybody. He cracked it. CDs he had bought with his own pocket money. One, 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 over a hundred like this. And he cracked it. To bottom but you you have kept the address to that pornography you kept it somewhere so you could go back some of you it is the phone you need to change because if you visit them once they will keep visiting you are you there the word of god is what will rescue you start to listen to the word of god not just read it read the word of god listen to the word of god in this church we will tell you there's something called podcast when we ask tell you to download the podcast you can listen to bishop Dag any time any day for free you won't do then you're looking at me thinking it's my life you are offended. you are, you are affecting some of you have the temerity to come and tell me that we don't have data you don't have data when you were looking for your pornography did you ever send me a message you don't have data did you ever tell me you don't have you don't have data When you were fornicating the things you wanted to do, did you ever come and tell me that you didn't have money to go and buy the, the condoms that you needed or whatever it was that you needed? How dare you come and stand here and tell me that you, you don't have data? <laughs> Amen! At the end of service today, if you are a human being, find those two podcasts. Always listen to a message, all the time. Block. You see, when you are lying the most, you see, I'm on the pornography issue because it is the, it is the number one harassment of young people. Yeah, I have had young people come to the point where they want to kill themselves because they've not been able to get out of pornography. Yeah. Get the podcast, put it on, and let it be playing. The devil will not even get a gap to enter to come and remind you and to come and show you things. Let me read the principles again. We are closing. You see, again, this one. It won't change you It is these two changing and linking up that keep this one in place. Do you understand it? I'm reading principle number one again for you. Principle number one. After you are born again, a great change will come in your life if you renew. No, I beg your pardon. That's number two. Number one. A great change will come into your life if you grow up spiritually. Turn to your neighbor and say it's time to grow. Principle number two. After you are born again, a great change will come in your life if you renew your mind with the word of God. Stand to your feet. Some of you need to pray and say, Lord, this is the message I needed. Grow up spiritually. We will be having an all night, the 19th of this month, two weeks from now. Some of you, you have no plans to be there. Be there. Be there. Be there. Begin to pray for yourself for a few minutes. Thank you for helping me preach. Pray for yourself for a few minutes. Lord, help me. Because some of you know what it is to battle. You waged the battle for a while, you got tired, and so you stopped. You're a serial fornicator. And so now you are saying that, oh, it's not possible to live without fornication. The Bible does not lie. And there are people living without it. Come on, talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Tell the Lord it's time I change. I need to see a great change. I need to see a great change. Help me, Lord. Some of you need to reprogram your hard disk. I've started again. How ah, is your piano? Hmm. Lift your voice. Just begin to pray. I need to hear you praying. I didn't ask you to be quiet. I said lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Ask the Lord to have mercy on you. To help you to change. Somebody you quarrel. You quarrel more than an unbeliever. But you can change. The beginning is now. You are beginning to change. A great change is coming upon your life. A great change is coming upon your life. You will not be ashamed anymore, because after the enemy has has led you into trouble, he mocks you and you begin to cry and you go back to God crying again. But I came to tell somebody today is the end. Today is the end. Today is the end. Today is the end. Is the end. Just thank God and tell God you are changing. I want you to listen to this message again tomorrow because by tonight you'd have forgotten half of it and keep listening. Bishop Dag will be on today. Listen, listen, just let it go. Let the word of God so fill your house, so fill your room that the enemy has nowhere to stand. Can you not see that your unbeliever roommate is always playing something? How come you are quiet? How come you are silent? You too, put on yours. He shouldn't even have a gap to place. Oh, Jesus, we give you praise. We thank you for changed lives. A great change. A great change. A great change. Next week, we'll be bringing you some great change testimonies. People who were one way and who have changed. For you to see that what we are saying is real. Thank you, Jesus, for a great change. I thank you. Thank you for empowering us to change. We give you all the praise in the mighty name of jesus now some of you the reason why you have not changed is that you have not given your heart to christ you are a good person and you come to church regularly so you think it is enough but jesus told us specifically john chapter 3 verse 3 he says that he is the way. he says he is the way no one comes to the father except by him except by him. The Bible says there's none righteous. So even though you look righteous, even though you even love church, Jesus says you need to be born again. says you need to be born again and that's why as every head is bowed and every eye is closed once again I want to invite you to give your life to Christ do not let embarrassment do not let shyness do not let the devil keep you away from giving your life to Christ Jesus said what you believe of me in your heart you need to confess it and I'm inviting you to come the prayer we are doing together is your confession that you believe in Jesus and that is how you are saved you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior That's the only way to start growing Lift up your right hand where you are God bless you Just lift up your right hand God bless you I see your hands all over the room I see your hands all over the room Please take a step out and come to me My lady come to me yes, Just come God bless you Just come Just come Gentlemen come Those of you standing in front I don't know what you are doing here Just come Just come God bless you Just God bless you Just come Just come Maybe you're saying, I've always been in church. Church is all I know. But the reason you must still give your life to Jesus. No church died for you. That's why no church can save you. It's very good that you've been in church. Very good that you've grown up in church. It's very good. But, but, no church can save you. Only Jesus. Amen. Jesus is calling you right now. Step out and come. I know you came with your friend. I know your friend will mock you. But you see, just leave that friend and come. As for the mockers, don't worry. God will sort them out. Give Him your life. just waiting two three more minutes i just feel that somebody you are still struggling your heart is beating so fast that's jesus telling you i'm calling you it is 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 you just come this is why we have church if nobody is saved we shouldn't even bother we should go and sleep god bless you god bless you shake off that feeling and come god bless you let us pray if you're standing in front here Just bow down your head. And those of us in the congregation, many of us have had to do this before, join in and pray this prayer with us. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sin. Please, Lord Jesus, I need a great change. As I come to you today, My change has begun. My change has begun. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me. Amen. Father, I thank you for each one of these young ladies and these young men. Thank you that they have come to you. I pray that each one will have a very huge change in their lives. When people meet them, let them say, hey, is this real? Because of them, may others who never read the Bible see Jesus. I thank you for their lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.
0: We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-B-S-E.
3: God richly bless you.